What is up? Coming to you live from Nostalgic Bookings Comics in San Gabriel, California. This is Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast, the Monday edition, the April 8th edition, the Dre's having a stroke edition. <laughs> sounds like. Like, uh, I have to stop and think for a minute edition. How's it going, everybody? It's it, it's Monday. It's the Monday after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It's the Monday after Shazam came out. It's mm-hmm. been a very if you like all kinds of crazy things. It was a very eventful weekend. Yeah. So yeah, yesterday I, uh, I, I I'm gonna start. With, I, I know usually the wrestling topic might scare off a lot of people. Professional wrestling, we know it's predetermined. <laughs> I'm aware. I uh, I know they know I know who I I know that they know who's gonna win. It's already determined. But I'm there for the story. But fuck. All right. So uh, a friend of the show, the, the Corrections and Retractions Department, Mr. Kiet Fan, he, he hosted this mm-hmm. this year around because I, I no longer have the, the super cool apartment in, uh, in uh, what do you call it, in Pasadena anymore. Yeah, right. So Kiet Fan may look and he just joined us right now yeah. on the podcast. He, he heard his name and mm-hmm. he immediately joined us. Uh, he hosted at mm-hmm. uh, this wonderful restaurant that he's a, he's a partner at, uh, the Recess Room down in Fountain Valley. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, a wonderful restaurant. Oh, my God. It's, it's much nicer than I had ever uh, imagined it, it, it was. Mm. He had described it to us before, but oh, my God. It's, it's a really sweet restaurant. If you want to go get yourself some nice artisan kind of food, mm. like it's just like, like awesome, crazy hybrid stuff. The the, uh, the Thai fries, mm. the Thai seasoned fries, best thing I had. Nice. Uh, amazing. Uh, uh, amazing food. Go check it out. It helps out our friend, mm. Kiet Pham. Down in Fountain Valley. If you're in the OC, if you're going near the OC, check out the recess room. So he, they, they had a kind of a room in there. So we, we set up in there. Like we, we had all uh, us and all of our usual cast of characters who watch professional mm. wrestling, not sports entertainment. Fuck that term. Um, we all watch WrestleMania. Yeah, we didn't take heed to the uh, the John Oliver. Yeah. Uh, we still watch it. That's what, that's that's what we do. Yeah, <laughs> we still watch that stuff. Uh, and uh, yeah, you know, I was gonna bring that up. Uh, you know, usually a lot of these, you know, John Oliver call to actions yeah. usually do really good, but no, um, yeah. no, there were no chance. Uh, the, the only chance that, uh, that I know of record that was not uh, a wrestling chant was a section of the audience could not see because uh-huh. the lights that were set up because it's an out, it was an outdoor stadium. It's not an indoor arena like they normally run the other. 365 days of the year. It is a. It was. It's a. It's a football stadium. They were at MetLife Stadium up in New Jersey. Not actually near. Kept saying it's New York WrestleMania. Nah, motherfuckers, you're in Jersey. Yeah. And uh, the only place like turn down the lights. We can't see. Turn down the lights. We can't see. Apparently, there was one point during the match. I, I didn't find out about it till until yeah. afterwards on Twitter because uh, during the match we couldn't we couldn't hear the chance. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing. We really. You even if there were some chance, you couldn't hear them. Uh. Because there's so many, you're talking about eighty thousand people yeah. in an open air stadium. The all the audio goes up. Yeah, at least when they're inside, like a basketball you know arena, that all the audio goes and hits all the wrestlers that in their faces, so they can feel it. Yeah. I've always heard this complaint on wrestling podcasts. Like, yeah, when they do the open air stadiums for WrestleMania, you can't hear a goddamn thing. <laughs> if you're inside the ring, it's like it's like dead silent. Like, like are we doing good? I can't hear the crowd because <laughs> in professional yeah. wrestling, they have to usually it's, it's live performance. They're feeding off the energy of the crowd. Mm-hmm. They react and they're like, "I can't hear them. I don't know what's happening. Let's just keep doing our thing." <laughs> so yeah, but the, the only problem I have now with uh, it, I, actually it was a pretty good show. I, I've bitched about WrestleManias here before, but yesterday it was actually a pretty good show. The only issue I have with the show it was seven and a half fucking. Hours. Wow. I showed up an hour late on purpose because I didn't want to sit through the the the, the full. It's a two-hour pre-show, <laughs> and then after the two hours of pre-show, they had another five and a half hours. The reason they do this now because back in the days, the old pay-per-view it used to just be a solid three hours, and then they would rear yeah, yeah. three hours on pay-per-view. Boom! They just did a three-hour block, and later on during the Attitude Era, when they, things got really popular, WrestleMania would become four hours. I was like, oh, that was the only time of the year. Oh, they'd go four yeah. to put you know because it's a bigger show, put more people on the card, let everyone get on the card. Yeah. Like, if everyone appears, then everybody gets a WrestleMania payday because that's the biggest payday of the year, as, as many wrestlers have confirmed. But this fucking show was counting the pre-show. Seven and a half hours. We kept sitting there because our our awesome friend Juan Carlos Marquez. Um, we always w- with our groups. I I end up not going live because I 
There was, we were so exhausted and slogged. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there, I didn't know when we could have gone live because we didn't know that the match order was completely out of order. The only match that we knew was the ladies were going to go live. Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. We knew that was going to be last. We had no clue the rest of the match order. Um, the, 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 the other big match like Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. That was the first match when, when, the, when the show started officially at 4 p.m. <laughs> before we began our real marathon. Yeah. yeah that was the first match. Apparently, uh, yeah, if, we're not, if we're not last, then we're first. Uh, get Seth Rollins out of here. And they had a big old brouhaha. And then Brock Lesnar lost. And hopefully he goes away to the UFC and gets out of our lives. And uh, it's, it was just like... But the show, like, after that, it was kind of like... The matches were not bad. In the past, me and my friends would always complain, oh, God, oh, this is boring. Even the, the Royal Rumble, there's a few matches where we expected them to be good, but it was like, boy, we're just sitting there just talking amongst ourselves. But yeah. this one, we were pretty engaged. and It was, it was, it was pretty fun overall. Well, cool. Yeah. Uh, and we're all engaged. Well, like I said, our friend JC prints out these score sheets. Normally, we, we, we play these little games where like, we, we try to predict everything. You know, mm-hmm. In a predetermined sport, we're predicting things. Yeah. Ah, but you don't know exactly. We try to predict everything exactly. How, oh, yeah, this person's going to win. So he found these sheets as a pro, pro wrestling score sheets online. Apparently, because we're not the only psychopaths who do this. <laughs> there are other crazy people in the world who try to predict everything yeah, yeah. at a party. And so you, you track your points. And then our, our friend Juan Carlos, he, he bought like a replica belt. Like he Because before, we were, we were using these kid belts. But apparently, yeah, he, had, he had set aside some money and, and he invested in this like full-size it looked like the WWE title. I was like, whoa, that's cool. So whoever got the most points at the end of the day would, would win that. And then we usually, whoever gets a good joke off, we're, we're always, we count that separately. It's comedy points. Yeah. And our, our good friend of the show, Lamar Harris, he, he's the uh, three-time yeah. uh, comedy champion. <laughs> if Jai had shown, Jai showed up two, hour, uh, or two and a half hours late, he probably would have beat him, but he showed up late. So, sorry, Lamar. <laughs> he got, he, he got, he, he, Made up all the points. He got he got close, but Lamar had been there the whole time, so yeah. he had like twenty two comedy points. Like you can you can't give yourself a kind of point. Someone else says, "Okay, give him a point." Yeah, <laughs> you say something ridiculous, say yeah. something funny. There are some stuff that he probably like because the Hulk Hogan had come back, and so we're all like, and then Lamar very focused on Hulk Hogan. He kept dropping the N word back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> so he's like, oh. Yeah, the Harlem Heat have to call him an N word again, <laughs> or he has to call the Harlem Heat N words or something. Else. He was he's very focused on that. <laughs> For the whole night. <laughs> and uh, the show in and of itself, uh, we had a good time. Uh, the, the, we were most emotionally invested in this one match that kind of happened organically over the last two months. This one wrestler, Kofi Kingston, he got into this other Elimination Chamber match uh, by, because someone else got injured. And then they actually let him go all the way to the very end. And they said, well, Kofi might win. And then that crowd at that, that, at that event was just frothing. Just like everyone was just cheering and like you just feel all this energy is like shaking the building you're like whoa what's going on here like he eventually lost that day it's like wait and then like I guess be like, they, people want Kofi to win and so they kind of they, and then they set up this whole storyline where okay Kofi's gonna get another chance but it was all it was very late 90s where Vince McMahon's like no we don't let your people win what do you mean you what do you mean our people and they made a whole racial storyline <laughs> but uh, at yeah, the end of the day um Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan had this amazing match, and and that was one of the few matches where you could hear the crowd because the crowd was just like "fuck yeah, Kofi mania, yeah." And then we were fucking on the edges of our seats. Yeah. We were screaming at the television. We're like fucking losing our goddamn minds. And uh, one of the one of the guys who I read wrestling reviews, I can't. This is why we watch wrestling. Like this, the when a storyline actually works, when they mm-hmm. get everyone's emotional investment, we're all like fucking like we know it's not real. Yeah. But God damn it, we were fucking in. Yeah. Lamar, like, it was funny because Lamar's like, they're not going to do it. <laughs> he was very pessimistic. He put on his sheet. Like, he wanted, I'm like, my heart wants Kofi, but my brain says they're not going to do it. Yeah. We got like, really, like, I kept telling them, Lamar, the WrestleMania is all about the happy endings. This is the, this is the season finale of wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight is the season premiere. <laughs> That's how it goes. The, the wrestling season starts, you know, it ends at WrestleMania and it starts the day after WrestleMania and then it, it, it kind of like wraps around the whole year <laughs> between that Sunday and that, that Monday all the way to that following Sunday the next year. That's, that's all. I'm like, no, we're going to get happy endings. I mean, lately they, like, in the past few years, they didn't necessarily always give us happy endings, but, they always give us happy endings, and like, and he's like, no, he's like, because Becky's gonna win at the end. That's our happy ending. I'm like, no, no, no. They pay, they almost pay everything off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they set a few things up with some bad guys in the middle, but no, they gotta pay off all the happy endings. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, Kofi won, and the crowd went fucking bananas. They fucking like, exploded. But it is funny to note the WWE shop where they sell all their shit. They accidentally spoil. Like, if you oh. uh, let's say if you had been perusing. 
uh, the uh, the WWE shop during that match, yeah. and you had typed in uh, the new. Uh, he's part of the group called the New Day. If you had typed it in, you would have seen the championship shirt that they wow. that they debuted. Some jackass at uh, WWE shop was like, let's just put this up now. He pressed the button or hit the lever, uh, the theoretical lever. Yeah, it was up on the WWE shop. The the, the shirt where like it's like it's him winning the title. Wow. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> And then this one uh, wrestling reporter took a lot of shit from people because like, his wrestling reporter like report on it. Hey, they they spoiled the match during yeah. the match. Like if like if you just so happen like I feel like most people if they were invested, if people who would have cared about these people were watching the match. Yeah. Not oh, I'm just gonna search WWE shop right now and happen to buy a shirt. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. There's a Kofi Championship shirt available. What? No, no, I'll, I'll remember seeing that later yeah. on. Afterwards, and then the only other, uh, the only interesting thing that I guess for for non wrestling fans would be you know, so Ronda Rousey, she's you know big crossover yeah. star. She came from the UFC. She's wrestling in WWE now. Uh, she was she was one of the champions. They they put both women's champions against Ah Becky the Man. She's been all over ESPN. She's been all over the place. And so Becky won, but it was very uh, con- it was, there, there was controversy. Mm-hmm. They, they 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 gave it a bad they gave it a bad finish. She was like because uh, they made it look like. It was, um, Becky was pinning her, but then Ronda got her sh- shoulders up, <laughs> and then uh, and, uh, yeah, Ronda got her shoulders. Up, but the ref kept counting, so oh. like, she didn't pin her for three. But the ref counted three, and here you go, you're the champ. It's like everyone who's watching is like, "What? Wait a minute!" And the these pessimists are saying, "Oh, they fucked up, or R- uh, Ronda fucked up because she's not necessarily good at wrestling." And then uh, the um, the, uh, the 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 conspiracy theorists are like, oh no, they did this so Ronda can be, can say she did not get beat. Mm-hmm. That way she can come back in nine, twelve, whatever months. Yeah, yeah, and then say, ha, you never beat me. Um, yeah, see, it, heaven knows what it is. Uh, it, 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 there's been speculation all over the place. Let me answer a couple of questions. I saw a couple of questions here. Let me answer. Uh, G son here, come on, Mike Kirksey. Is that what they did the promo? I. Honestly, there's a good because it's funny because they did a promo of a championship shirt for for Daniel Bryan. Oh, <laughs> it, was like, it was like oh these these are shirts are going to go off to to, to Africa. <laughs> like you know, it's like oh they're trying to make it like oh we prepare shirts for both sides. Yeah. So I, I'm with you in that conspiracy theory, uh, Mr. Mike Kirksey, aka Gson. Yeah, I think that's what they because they, they I think they improvised a little segment where they're wearing this oh and still champion Daniel Bryan like. Well, I don't know if they were trying to cover their asses. Yeah. Uh, Rosalie Moan says, "Yeah, uh, poor Ronda. She looks so confused. Yeah, she uh, she's only been wrestling literally for a year. She's been she had trained for like six months. So putting her at the very last match of WrestleMania, making her the main event, would maybe was a lot of pressure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, back in UFC, she was not necessarily the most pressure. Yeah, uh, she wasn't the best at handling pressure. That's why a lot of her matches ended in a minute. She was yeah. really good at taking out a bunch of tomato cans when they put her in the, in the ring. So incompetent, she got kicked in the face and became a meme. Yeah, <laughs> so that's why I was like, oh, like, I think because the match was only supposed to be one on one, they made it one on one on one. They made it three people in the oh. match to kind of help cover up the fact that Ronda still can't wrestle. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, I had another question. Uh, let me see. Uh, Kiet says, you know, apparently that was Ronda's meth, uh, fuck up, so to speak. And, and uh, Kalum, aka Bushy Hawkburger, is that a Pacific Rim robot fighting Godzilla shirt? Well, I guess it is. It, it's a it's a t shirt that's uh, kind of showing you know, like an old fighting game screen. And you got all the Godzilla monsters on one side, and you have all the Pacific Rim Jaegers and monsters on the other side. Good eye there, Mister Bushy Brown Lee Kalum Hawkburger. Yep, you know. So yeah, Ronda. And then the funny thing is, it came out a month ago that, oh, Rhonda's going to be taking time off because she wants to go have a kid. Oh. So it kind of made last night a foregone conclusion. <laughs> it's like, Rhonda is going to lose. There's no way they're yeah. going to just let her walk off with a belt and, and hold it for nine months. Oh, wait, they already do that with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah. So, that WrestleMania, if you're a wrestling fan, it, actually, and so, something else unrelated to be. This whole weekend is very mm-hmm. much like it's the it's the equivalent of Comic Con yeah. for for nerds. There's a WrestleCon that that it's unaffiliated with WWE, but they usually hold it in the same area. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because WWE is actually trying to block them from mm-hmm. doing that next year because next year WrestleMania is going to be in Tampa Bay because they're going to do it at the Tampa Bay Football Stadium where the where the Buccaneers play. Mm-hmm. And so currently WWE has been trying to block them. <laughs> oh wow! From from doing stuff, but. 
during the whole weekend, there's wrestling going on from all these other organizations. Um, the famous dick wrestler, Joey Ryan, he had two different shows he was on. The, the Japanese wrestling promotion mm-hmm. where he debuted that uh, dick flip where he flipped the dude with his penis. They came to America for the first time. And, and the aptly named coming to, DDT, Coming to America. And yes, they used the font from the Eddie Murphy movie for the, <laughs> for the poster. Where uh, Joey Ryan got butthole flipped by a gay wrestler. They, they turned it around. The, the gay wrestler used his butt and his butthole to flip Joey Ryan. <laughs> and then also, and then Joey Ryan, he also had his own show yeah. in conjunction with the WrestleCon called Joey Ryan's Penis Party. <laughs> where he experienced the most painful feeling of his life. Because uh, uh, it was him and uh, a porn star, well, the, a wrestler who was a, a porn star, this guy Val Venus from the 90s, and this other wrestler who I'd never heard of, they fought three ladies. And the three ladies, during the match, they, um, they violently waxed his chest. Oh. And he <laughs> said, that hurt more than when he tore his pec in his arm. Oh, shit. <laughs> he, he tore, when he tore his pec muscle. Yeah. Yeah. He said the waxing of his chest violently, because they did it very violently. They were just like slapping wax, slapping, uh, they, they, they threw some wax on him, slapped the paper, like he was like tied up in the ropes. Yeah. Like, they were like, Andre the Giant used to get tied up in the ropes. Ah, oh, I can't get her. <laughs> they tied him up with like, they slapped him with some wax, they put a paper on it, bah, bah, and they, Ooh. Yeah. Torn off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kia fam, uh, where is AEW's headquarters? AEW's headquarters is Jacksonville currently. Well, actually, I think the headquarters are wherever uh, Cody Rhodes' office is. Which yeah. might be Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, I, I don't know. They, I don't think they have a headquarters. It's a, it's the living room of Matt Jackson and the living room of Nick Jackson in their houses that are near each other. And Cody's, whatever. And then wherever Kenny Omega lives in Japan. They're, that's the AEW headquarters. It's the All Elite Wrestling. Mm. Those, those, those upstarts, which... Funny enough, during the Hall of Fame ceremony, um, I don't know if I, you've heard about uh, Bret Hart getting attacked yeah. by some psycho MMA fighter. During that same ceremony, um, they actually referred to the AEW because one of the, uh, the the D Generation X group was inducted into the Hall of Fame, and one of the group one of the group members from GX, he actually works for that All Elite Wrestling. He's, uh-huh. he's the head trainer of all their wrestlers. But as a during the uh, induction speech, they were taking shots at the <laughs> the company. We can buy that pissant company and, and, and oh, Vince can buy that pissant company and fire you again, Billy. Because <laughs> Billy's the guy who got hired. It was just, but also during that all things going, Bret Hart got attacked. Mm-hmm. There's no video. If, if you go to W Network, you will not see any video. But the, thanks to the era of smartphones, there yeah. are lots of great angles. And there's one particularly good angle where you see all these wrestlers jump into the ring. It was uh, I was describing it to my to my boss at work. It was like like a bunch of locusts descending <laughs> on prey because. What if, yeah, I mean, to go and attack, you know, Bret Hart, who, who, who like who's generally like one of the most well-respected wrestlers. Yeah. When there's literally hundreds of wrestlers around the ring, like it's not a normal audience of people. Because the, 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 yeah. they did it kind of differently this year. Normally they have a stage, but this time they, they put a ring in the middle and then cut, they got the ropes, and they surrounded the ring with wrestlers. So this shithead <laughs> made a wearing a freaking Rastafarian hat. Rings a beeline and he tackles Bret Hart, and then you just see all these wrestlers come in, and you see um, the son of uh, Davy, uh, the late Davy Boy uh, Smith, uh, the British Bulldog. You see uh, David Hart Smith. You see this big fucker in gold. Like, he was wearing like gold pants. He was wearing like a gold tracksuit. You just see this dude run in, like, bah, bah, oh, bah, bah, bah. Just he's he's out bunning his ass. And, uh, <laughs> a couple other wrestlers, they got some shot. Like you know, I think uh, there was one one of the tag team wrestlers got in like. Hit him a few times, yeah. and later on, he's like, I had to stick up for Brett. And another wrestler got in, fucking, they're just beating the shit. No. Ronda's husband got in there and got some sh- got some shots in. It was just like everybody, <laughs> and you see him dragging him away, and then you see like people just kicking him as they're dragging him off. Oh damn! Because like everybody loves Bret yeah. Hart. <laughs> and did they find out who this guy was? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's some MMA fighter. I guess maybe he thought he was gonna get some notoriety, but I didn't bother to learn his name. I'm sure some people did, yeah. and uh, yeah. He's going to be banned for life, and heaven knows. So, that's what was going on with that. And, oh, thank you for the... Uh, Bradney here asked, did you guys see Shazam? Why, yes. Yes, yeah. we did see Shazam. Well, as we normally do, we we went to our local theater mm-hmm. that has the awesome Thursday night uh, uh, bargain night. And, yeah. And we, got, and we saw Shazam this past Thursday. Yeah. And that was one of the funniest movies 
Period. No, it's not one of the funniest comic book movies. Yeah. That was one of the funniest movies I have seen. I I thought they had given away a lot in the trailers. No. Yeah, that was a lot. There's a lot of funny jokes, yeah. a lot of great moments. Uh, what did you think of the movie, Pete Molini? It really good. It was, uh, I was surprised that they went as, as, as kind of like uh, kid-friendly as, as, you know, like, I didn't expect it. I thought, like, you know, they were going to kind of modernize it where mm-hmm. uh, it was very much in tone of like what Jet Dodds were doing with the book. Um, you know, not to get anything away, but yeah, it was very much like in that in that vein. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, there was a lot of like references to like the old uh, CZ Beck stuff. Um, yeah, because you yourself, yeah. you're a big fan of you know the original Shazam, Captain Marvel, yeah. you know CC Beck, all that original stuff yeah. back when it was uh, Fawcett Comics, Fawcett Comics yeah. before it was purchased by by DC. Yeah. And uh, there was a lot of stuff that, that they kept in. I was like, wow, you know, there was a lot of weird stuff that I, I did. Didn't expect. And, yeah, yeah. Are, because I, that movie really, uh, I, it really serviced both the casual fan, yeah. but also serviced the hardcore fan mm-hmm. like us. Like there was lots of little things where we were like, "What the yeah. holy shit? That's yeah. fucking cool!" Yeah, like, there's and, some, there was some deep cut shit. Oh yeah, and, oh. Um, and there, was, there was a lot they, 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 I was waiting for, but it was like, ah, they have sequels. I mean, they, oh. they, they announced today that they're working on a sequel. Already. Yeah, there are. Yeah. yeah, they're already working on. Uh, hell yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah they, I, I, I didn't, I didn't catch the the number of what it, what it made over yeah, again. But I, I can quickly try to. Oh wait, my mouse doesn't work. <laughs> but yeah, I, it was so like, much fun. I, I could not believe how much I enjoyed. I, I, I knew I was gonna like it because there was a lot. I mean, there was already a lot of positive speculation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, already from all the um, all the twi- when the, when all the embargoes started going up, yeah. you saw like all the Twitter response mm-hmm. from all the people, and then you start and you saw the Rotten Tomatoes score, which was obscenely high. Yeah. Like, whoa! It was. It, I, is it, I believe is it still it, the nineties? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah that movie. It, it was just so much fun. And then just watch it. And I love the fact that like I think sometimes it was like only you, me, and Enrique were the only ones doing the crazy uncomfortable laughs. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that always happens when we see comedy movies. Sometimes yeah. it's just us laughing. Just like the, the three or four. Like, yeah. Our group is like we're like, laughing at like a comic book stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, again, not to give anything away, but it's funny because I remember you were looking something them at the end of, after we got out, mm-hmm. and the, one of the first things you saw was people were asking what was that at the end. Yeah. Because you know, like, yeah. you know, we didn't know. Yeah, there was there was like this really deep cut thing at the very end. <laughs> Which is like, oh, people were like, what the hell? Yeah. What was that? And it, it, that was for the people who were like, all the, you know, if you're a real like hardcore DC fan, you know, you're like, oh shit, yeah, that's fucking cool. And, oh, Kia Fam gets us a 90, 91 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, because even uh, cause that, that that really reminds me of the fact that like when we got out of um, the first the first Avengers movie, mm-hmm. there was a lot of people who were like, who was that guy in the end? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> Nobody knew who Thanos was. Yeah. And, and then, now it's now. Like, it, it, man, I was wearing this one T Fury shirt that I have. I have a T Fury. I, I, I guess I should save it for the Monday after we watch mm-hmm. Endgame. Uh, it's, it's, it's Thanos, but he looks like Super Mario, and he's going like he said. You see, he has the five Infinity Stones, and the Soul Gem looks like has little eyes from Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> I was wearing that on Saturday. Yeah. Me and Rosa went to lunch, and then uh, the, the the girl who ran us up, oh cool, it's that guy from the Avengers uh, Avengers movies. I'm like, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I remember, and when I put the shirt on, I'm like. Like in the morning, I was like, "Oh man, people know who Thanos is now." Yeah, and then I like know. Yeah. People know. Yeah. Like after for years, you know, ever since mm-hmm. twenty twelve and that Avengers movie. Yeah. Now, Everybody after knows. Infinity War and, and Endgame coming out, people know who my favorite villain is. Yeah, <laughs> he's always been. Ever since I read the first Infinity Gauntlet story, I like I've always found him one of the most fascinating villains. Yeah, in comic books, period. And now everybody knows who he is. It's toy. Uh, before I always thought like I, anytime I would see a Thanos toy, I, I, I felt like I had to buy it. I'm like, oh, this is rare. I'm not gonna get to see this nowadays. Uh, like yeah. ten years ago, I'm like, oh shit, I better buy this now. If I see a Thanos figure, no one else knows who the fuck this guy is. And now it's like, oh, everybody knows. The, 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 the world is lousy with Thanos figures. Now, now uh, everyone, the internet is obsessed with the idea of uh, Ant Man going up his ass. And like, yeah, oh, <laughs> thank you. You know what? I I meant to write that down. To vent my frustration yeah. about that shit. What the fuck, internet? <laughs> fucking internet. The whole fucking... That's all I fucking see. Yeah. In all these groups that I'm in. I'm, all, I'm yeah. in a bunch of these nerd groups to promote the podcast. Yeah. And people keep posting them fucking memes of how to defeat Thanos. We're going to send Ant-Man up his ass. <laughs> yeah. What in the fuckity fuck? Ah. <laughs> I, I was losing my fucking. I'm, I'm still losing my mind over that shit. It bothers yeah. me that we're that the, the internet is so fucking obsessed yeah. with this 
anal fucking <laughs> evacuation. There's so many memes, dude. Like it, it just it just keeps going. Yeah, keeps going. and everyone fucking loves this. Yeah, yeah I was like, it, it went as far as I guess some British interviewer asked uh, Paul Rudd what he thought about it. Really? Yeah. For fuck's sake, internet! Look what you've done. <laughs> and you should be ashamed of yourselves, internet. And he, he had a pretty good uh, comeback to it, though. He said he said like, well, everyone assumes that you know that would work, but you know he's a tough dude. I might get crushed. <laughs> like, you know, like, Thank you, Paul Rudd. You're the real MVP. I mean, come on. The, the, the man has the full infinity gauntlet. You think he's not going to know? Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't think he can just put a portal up his ass? Yeah. He, there, there could just be a little portal right there. You can use a space gem. He can teleport him into the rectum of some, some giant space creature. And he expands. And guess what? Bah! That man's dead. Guess what? Internet, you just killed that man. Funniest, one of the funniest characters in the Marvel Universe. You just killed him. Yeah. The obsession. Yeah, the internet is obsessed with anal. Who knew, right? Oh my God. I'm so bothered by it. Uh, but my lovely fiance, Rosalie Mom, uh, she, she, HBO's been playing the shit out of Deadpool, yeah. too. They have the both cuts, too, like the, the, the extended version. Oh, really? Yeah, you can watch that in demand for some reason. Yeah. Oh. And so, and then she, she uh, I guess, maybe we, we missed, I, I think there's a lot, because she was telling me, after she watched, there's so much stuff I missed. Yeah. I think, honestly, we were laughing through a lot of the stuff when we saw it in the theater. Yeah. We were laughing through a lot of stuff, so there's a lot of, like, one-off lines, because, I mean, Brian, uh, what's his face, freaking... Ryan Reynolds was just firing off lines one after another yeah. throughout the movie, and she's like, "Oh yeah, what's up, Thanos?" Like you know, when he re- when Reynolds refers to Cable as Thanos, because yeah. same actor, yeah. Josh Brolin <laughs> is Thanos, and also Cable. It's like all those, fun- yeah, like it's like so great. It's like <laughs> it's too good. funny. But oh, so yeah, Shazam! Apparently, the worldwide worldwide has made one hundred fifty nine million. Wow. Yeah, domestically it made fifty six million. Yeah, which I'm sure it's higher than what they were expecting. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that you know, I, well, they after after the you know some of the, be- the some of the beatings they took with BVS and yeah. and Justice League, I'm sure they weren't they weren't sure how this movie was going to do. But hey, yeah. Well, I mean, the, it's not, I don't think it's going to do Aquaman number yeah. because uh, you know, don't get me wrong, Zach Levi is a handsome man, but he's no freaking Jason Momoa. <laughs> <Not even more. laughs> You're not going to have women around the world flicking the beans to the freaking. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because yeah, cause I, yeah, you're right. I think they didn't expect it because I remember reading. I think it was like on Saturday. It was already at twenty something, mm-hmm. and they were like, and Warner was very excited about that. So yeah, because uh, you know, it's, it's it's a relatively new IP. I mean, I mean, well, in, in regards yeah. to films, you know, yeah. um, they, there's been cartoons. There's been you know, it's been a comic for a very long time. It was that uh, live action TV show in the seventies. That, that's <laughs> right, the power of Shazam. They, they, they put that up on the DC Universe app. Of course they did. Oh man, I I had never seen that show. Uh huh. I couldn't sit through it. It's really bad. Like, oh wow! Like, like it's like oh okay. It's like it's very seventies TV where it's like you know like oh. There's a story about a kid who, like, uh, his friends are talking him into stealing crap, mm-hmm. and, and Billy has to talk him out of it. It's just like, <laughs> oh. see, and right here, see, it's it's the low, it's the lowest of the DC movies. But here, here is the bi- here is the big but about that. It only cost New Line Cinema ninety million to make this movie. Mm. So it's as soon as they as soon as they get up past one hundred and eighty, then they're turning a profit already. Yeah. Because you know, roughly you know, ninety million to make it, another ninety million to promote it, or maybe they I don't, they probably didn't even spend ninety million to do promotion on this. They probably just slap the posters up and yeah. <laughs> but this is going to be clearly much more profitable than the yeah, the, Justice League, which cost half a billion to make yeah. and then only made half a billion. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> that movie's going to be. I'm sure after all the home video and all the other oh, licensing, yeah. I'm sure it'll break even because <laughs> uh, you have to work really hard. To lose money in Hollywood, apparently. Yeah. You have to, like, be really bad. Especially if they put it out in China and some of that, right? Yeah, if they put it out internationally. You have to, it has to be incredibly bad. Yeah. That's that's the one thing I learned during the during, during my one year working in the movie industry. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the this character in this pro wrestling parody is like, my six weeks in Attica. <laughs> <laughs> my six weeks in New York. I was a sportscaster. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh... Yeah, I mean they're already talking about a sequel. They're, yeah, they're, I see. They're already like they're gonna make a million. Yeah, you because know. yeah, people were arguing this is disappointing or, or like people were disappointed, but no, it's like 
it, it's all a matter of scale. Yeah. Like if 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 an Endgame came out 150 million, then that's a gigantic problem. Yeah. <laughs> then that's a huge problem. Yeah. Because they probably spent a fuck ton of money to make that movie, and so just just the talent alone, <laughs> not even the cost of making the movie, just how much they have to pay these people. Yeah. Even the notorious cheap Marvel has to fucking cough up for everybody. Yeah. Well, you know it's crazy because uh, those last Tuesday were the Infinity War tickets. Yeah. I feel like it might be because they were saying that like you know it's breaking all kinds of records as far as like pre-sale. Oh yeah, yeah. So it might be already up there. I'm sure. I'm sure that first weekend is going to be some disgusting number that's going to be like only be topped when Avengers versus X Men comes out in 2025. (laughs) Whenever they get all that shit sorted out. Oh, speaking of that, did you hear about the the uh, CinemaCon? Thing. Oh, tell me. Okay. I, I I have not, so this will be news to me okay. and our audience. So this, this is this is crazy. Um, at first I thought it was a rumor and it was like mm-hmm. it wasn't real, but a lot, so many people reported on it from CinemaCon. Okay. So I guess Disney showed a sizzle reel to kind of give an idea to people, and they explained this very at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. This is to explain what they kind of have in mind as, as far as tone. Post Endgame. Okay. So they just showed a bunch of clips from like previous Marvel movies, mm-hmm. just to set up a tone. No one's described what this, this thing look like. Okay. But here's the thing: <laughs> they end the thing with Black Panther in the throne room, and he, it's from the Black Panther movie. He's just sitting there, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you hear someone say, "What the hell is this place?" And it cuts to a shot of Hugh Jackman from one of the X Men movies, and apparently the audience went crazy. Mm-hmm. And people were writing articles. Wolverine is in Black Panther too. <laughs> like, you know, like, Hugh Jackman's back, and and the, the, all these marketing people are just like, no, no that's, that's not, not what we're saying. <laughs> the tone is we're gonna integrate. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure what they intend is like we're gonna weave. Yeah, we're gonna keep this. You know, like everyone, because what the big assumption was that they're gonna reboot everything. Yeah. to start over. And clearly, no. Yeah. <laughs> you have all these franchises already established. There is no. Well, there's no logical reason to throw all of this out just because. Yeah. Oh, we have it all now. Let's start over again. Yeah. No, I'm sure we're going to use whoever survives the end game because no. we're going to lose some people. Mm. Contracts are up, people. <laughs> people are dying. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get attached. Y'all, y'all are used to fucking Game of Thrones, all right? <laughs> Don't get too precious. Yeah. People are going to get recast. People are going to die. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to move forward. I think they're going to integrate. I, I, yeah. I, that's yeah. my logical. Like, oh, okay, cool. We'll see something like, oh, like, let's say Wolverine visits Wakanda. Oh, okay, cool. That's what's going to happen. That's the tone. Yeah. Of, oh, I think it's going to be integration yeah. of the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Like, you might see Spider-Man try to become a member of the Fantastic Like, that, I would pay amazing, I would pay ridiculous money to see Spider-Man try to become a member of Fantastic Four. You know, I'm not really getting used by the Avengers. You know? <laughs> I thought maybe I could join you guys. You know, I thought it'd be kind of cool. You know, the fire guy. Guy's on fire, you know. <laughs> That'd be really cool. That'd be really I, cool. I, think, I, I think it'd be, it'd be an adorable nod to like that. That was... That was his first, uh, first issue. He tried to join the Fantastic Four. Because mm-hmm. he wanted to make money. You want to make money? <laughs> want to make money? And they were like, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> The day to get the, I would, I would love to see him uh, like bags, where like he's just wearing a paper bag yeah. over the Fantastic Four suit. Like, oh my god, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I love the suit. What's, yeah. what's the name of the suit? Karen. Yeah, Karen. I lost Karen. <laughs> but, but yeah. My cell phone was in that suit. <laughs> so that that was uh, that's what they showed, and people lost their goddamn minds. And oh, and it wasn't. It's was like, yeah. There's so many people that are like, oh, they're doing it, they're doing it. Hugh Jackman and, and Black Panther 2. No! <laughs> I'm quite certain Ryan Coogler will not be doing it. Yeah, no. I, I think it was just total, like, I, you know, I really feel bad for the marketing people. They, I, I'm, I'm sure they thought, okay, we're going to do something really cool, something really yeah. nice. We're going to try to explain yeah. what we're going to try to do here. No. People are dumb. People are dumb! <laughs> you always have to default to dumbness. Yeah. That's what Nintendo did. Back in the day, yeah. as in regards to the reps, you know, back back when I was a Nintendo rep, <laughs> take a drink, everyone. They always made everything, like let's say if we had to do a project, mm-hmm. the instructions had to be, how can I explain this to the dumbest person yeah. on earth? <laughs> because unfortunately, we had some really dumb Nintendo reps. Yeah. I'm not going to say in what area of the country. South! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Southwest. <laughs> Southeast. <laughs> oh, God. Damn. You got a bad cold there. There are some reps yeah. who are, I, I don't know, I, I don't know how or why. See, me, I would, I would freaking see these instructions. I could freaking, like, what the, why are the, why is this 25 steps? This is like six. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Yeah. As I verified later on when I would talk to some of the core people, oh no, whenever we make an instruction sheet, it has to be like, oh, a six-year-old has to be able to understand this. <laughs> Remove the screws one at a time from underneath. It was just like, it was so dumb. So I think all these marketing people, I think they have to take that same tact. You have yeah. to explain everything. If you're going to explain everything to a bunch of, you know, the, this new era of journalists, I mean, yeah. the era of journalists that you're used to, because if you didn't know, Mr. Pete here was a newspaper man back in the day. Well, that was the thing, too, because even, even when I was studying journalism, they'd always tell you, like, uh, write it as simply as possible. Like, oh. They'd always say, like, you know, people aren't, uh, how do they put this? Don't, don't think people are as smart as you. That's what mm. always tell us. Like, oh, really? No, I'm just saying, in dealing with the media, because oh, yeah. a lot of shitheads, all yeah. these dumb people... Yeah. Think they're media now. Yeah. Every um, shithead with a blog or a phone <laughs> thinks they're a media outlet. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a journalist. <laughs> I'm just a social commentator yeah. who likes to make dick jokes. I mean, <laughs> journalist, I am not. But yeah. Funny guy, eh, sometimes. I have my audience. But but yeah. But when you're dealing with media, yeah, you get, yeah. They, they can't. They, that was a little too high. See? Those marketing people, they assumed all those reporters were as smart as they were. Yeah, no. Bad assumption. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Bunch like, of shitty dumbass <laughs> bloggers. To be fair, though, I mean, like, that, that that's a weird thing to put out at a big event like that. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> like, without, I mean. With no context. Like, no, 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 yeah. It's, just, it's a weird thing to put out. No, there. yeah. No, that, that, no, no. Totally dumb on their part. Yeah. No, no. That was a dumb assumption that they yeah. could walk, they could get away with this and yeah. think, oh, yeah. We can give them some tone. Yeah, we're gonna just no, use nothing but previous footage. Yeah, they said because that's what happened after. Like mm-hmm. they just had to constantly be explaining. Oh, this is just the tone. This is just the, the you know. It's not Black Panther yeah. versus Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna wrap them up in fucking vibranium. Ah, <laughs> oh, you think your your adamantium is good? Here's some vibranium, bitch. <laughs> Instagram influencers. Oh God. Yeah. Ugh. But. Uh... Yeah, but but it does kind of set up an interesting idea. Like, I think it'd be really interesting if you if you integrate the X Men in the sense of like just throw them in, in different movies mm-hmm. and then eventually do an X Men movie. Oh yeah, yeah like, I think that would be that would be ideal. Yeah, uh, kind of akin how they built to the Avengers movie. Yeah, and like just use the other movies or like we can have a, make a Wonder Man movie and introduce Beast. Yeah, right. That way, all the old Avengers nerds can be like, ah. Well, you know, you know who, I didn't know I wanted this, but I got it. You know who Wonder Man is in uh, the MCU, right? Who? Uh, Nathan Fillion is Wonder Man. Really? Mm-hmm. When did this happen on the TV show? Uh, no, no, this happened. Um, one of the Simon Williams. Yeah, he's he's credited as Simon Williams in one of the movies. In in Volume Two, because in Volume yeah. One, he was the voice yeah. of the dude who got Groot's tree up his fucking yeah. nose. He was that guy. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, James gonna want to get good old Nathan Fillion, yeah. but in, in part, I, I'm assuming it's part two that it might be part two. Yeah, but there was like there's like a movie poster in the mm. background or something. And you see Simon Williams. And you see Simon Williams, and James Gunn posted all these. They shot like a dozen movie posters, and mm-hmm. he's like he's like a barbarian, and he's like you know like all these different characters. Oh, but it's Simon Williams, yeah, actor slash man. Yeah, so he's technically Wonder Man <laughs> in the MCU. Kelsey Grammer, Nathan Fillion. <laughs> Beast in Wonder Man. Was it, what is this? What, was it uh, Oh My Stars and Garters? Or oh it? My Stars and Garters, indeed. That, that is the Beast's, that is Beast's weird-ass catchphrase. Which, as a child, I was like, what? <laughs> I never got... I yeah, I, I can see it. It'll be like, people keep talking about like, you know, the Shang-Chi movie. It's like, we're just going to get a whole bunch of like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, um... I, I I would not be surprised if we just suddenly get a bunch of movies called Marvel Team Up and then it'll just be oh, like yeah. two characters. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd actually be kind of two-fisted stories or was it? Like, yeah. <laughs> like a couple of like 40, a couple 45-minute stories. Yeah. Slap. I mean, it would work. I mean... Marvel I, Team Up. I mean... Volume I, 1. After Endgame though, they have to go smaller, right? I mean... Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah right? Oh, we're talking like what 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 Tony Stark wanted. Freaking, <laughs> I mean, hell, our first movie out the gate is, is Far From Home. It's just Spider Man hanging out with Nick Fury. I mean, yeah, 
We're going to be small. Yeah. <laughs> we're here. I want you to be here. Yeah. Peter. <laughs> like, we're going to stick to the ground. I mean, I, I mean, it's going to take a couple years until we get back to the Defenders. Yeah. And get back to some, to some street level stuff. Mm-hmm. So that would have been really cool because yeah, like, they're, they're talking about how, like, all these Spider Man movies, they're going to give them a mentor and everything. Mm-hmm. Nick Fury, this one. Mm, that's Tony Stark was in the first one. Maybe kind of go the third one would be like Daredevil. Yeah, that'd be kind of neat because I always like that that, that that relationship between them because he's like a little bit older than him mm-hmm. and he's always like you know you're just a kid like you know you're getting yourself killed stupid <laughs> like, you know. don't be a dummy you're the dumbass who gets shot all the time, <laughs> Mister Blindy Pants. Yeah, right. How do you know I'm blind? Uh, the suit told me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Karen told me. Who's Karen? Shush. <gasps> dialogue writes itself. Yeah. So that, that'd be actually really cool. I think that'd be a fun. That'd be a fun movie. Yeah, because no, I, I agree with you. They, they're gonna have to like bring it back down because yeah. oh, yeah. this is it's, it, we've gone far too cosmic. Yeah. <laughs> we've reached peak cosmic. So, you know what I would love, but they're not gonna do it. What, because, annihilation? No, <laughs> it'd be great. Like post Endgame, you know, you know, we got we lose a couple of Avengers, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. right. We and gotta then, lose some people, and then all of a, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, uh, we got this Luke Cage guy who wants to be part of the Avengers, and like you know. And we go to that, you know, that Bendis era. Of oh, if we go to Bendis Avengers, that would be so great. <laughs> I would laugh yeah. and laugh. I would be so happy. I don't know how many other people would be happy. Oh, here we go. Oh, come on, Mike. You're going to give us one of these? <laughs> Spider-Man or Daredevil? Ugh. Uh, I feel like they've had some, like, crappy fights back yeah. in the 70s and 80s in those... Typical, oh, misunderstanding between heroes. Because, yeah. you know, we've had Hulk versus Thor back in the olden days. Yeah. Like, oh, what is, thy, what is thine green creature? Thong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thunked him and he didn't fall down. <laughs> this is a problem. That's <laughs> <laughs> a hard fight, though, right? Because Spidey has a Spidey sense and, and Daredevil has his radar yeah. sense. It, it would be a beautiful dance. Yeah. Here, 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 here. Mike, G-Son, here, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to YouTube. I want you to type in Ricochet versus Will Ospreay, New Japan Pro Wrestling. That would be Spider-Man vs. Daredevil. Just watch that, and that's Spider-Man vs. Daredevil. Beautiful artistry. Yeah, that's true. It's these two guys just flipping and flopping like crazy. Ricochet versus Will Ospreay. That's Spider-Man vs. Daredevil. If if we're going to go, like, like realistically, I think I would have to go to Daredevil. Only because... He actually knows how to fight. <laughs> Spider Man doesn't know how to fight. He just he's just the strongest guy, you know, in most You got a middle arm! Yeah, right? <laughs> Even with the freaking spider sense, he's always getting like sucker punched and yeah. grabbed like so. I mean Yeah, he ignores the spider sense sometimes. He yeah. can't be destroyed. was it a no oh, God wasn't there like a story where like Black Cat like distracted him and she's trying to figure out a way to get around a spider sense but so she proposed to him and he's like what and yeah. she punched him in the nuts yeah. <laughs> and the spider sense didn't see it coming because he was so distracted like well, you just proposed to me it's like I haven't got laid in a while oh <laughs> yeah, she nutted him it was even that whole I think Dan Slott did a story mm-hmm. where uh, Norman Osborn had created this like toxin mm-hmm. and it shut off his spider sense like blocked his spider sense right and so he had to go, and he had to go talk to Shen Chi, and he mm-hmm. had to go, because he was like, I don't know how to fight, like, I'm gonna get killed. So like, you know, like, I don't really know how to dodge shit when <laughs> my brain tells me to. Yeah. Didn't that same shit happen during the original Civil War, where, like, the, the, that Iron yeah. Spider suit was yeah. analyzing freaking Spider-Man the whole time, and Tony's like, oh, he has some sort of spider sense, and yeah. they had some way to get around. And yeah, no, he, 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 he had built it into his suit, like, he found a way like, to make an electronic version of it or something, so uh-huh. Tony had spider sense now. Yeah. And so, like, he was just like, oh, I'm dodging you, too. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, I remember there was some sort of technological mm-hmm. bullshit where I was like, and, and Peter was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. the, oh, the comic book Civil War? Tony was a giant dick before they realized, oh, shit, this movie did really well. Wipe his brain! <laughs> Literally! <laughs> I mean... We have his brain saved as a hard drive before Civil War. Here! He literally, they plugged in the hard drive, they wiped his brain... Plugged in pre-Civil War, Tony. Showed him what would happen. He's like, oh shit, that was bad. I'm glad I didn't do any of that shit. <laughs> Comic books! That's what we call a retcon. Yeah. I mean... We move. rewrite continuity. That's what retcon is short for, right? Yeah. Uh, re- retroactive continuity. Retroactive continuity. Yeah. You, you, you yeah. retroactively change yeah. things. Oh, sorry. He was a dick for about a year. Never mind. Never mind, yeah. We want to ease his guilty conscience over killing Captain America. <laughs> Because he was kind of a dick in Civil War in the movie, though. I mean, 
Okay, see, here's where I stand on this, okay. even though, like, everyone else is fucking Team Cap and I'm fucking Team Iron Man. Like, I'm right... In the movie, really? I'm right or die Team Iron Man. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm right or die, bro. I've, I'm right or die. You kill my mom, you're gonna die, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. I love my mama. You kill well, my mama, you are gonna die. I don't care. Mind control or some bullshit control. True. Get the fuck out of my way. I'm gonna attempt to kill this motherfucker. <laughs> True, but like, I don't think Tony would have been able to kill yeah. freaking Bucky, but I was hashtag Team Iron Man. <laughs> Everyone else, but even, we can go back to Facebook. I was hashtag Team Iron Man. No, they made Tony a much more compelling. There was much more shades of gray yeah. in the movie. Like you could understand why Tony. Uh, see, he, he, I could understand <laughs> why he would lose his shit. I mean, it, Okay. If someone shows you a videotape no. of him killing your mother, no, no, I that. you're going to turn around and attempt to kill that motherfucker in the next 15 minutes. No, and then maybe later <laughs> calm down and you go shake hands with Cap. I mean, I, I get that. But, like, before that, he what? was kind of a dick. What do you because mean? Because his whole thing, like, and, okay. Well, we, we, we have to register. Like, no, yeah. it, it was, okay. In no, the comics, but, he was totally a villain. Yeah. He was a bad, that's what I'm saying. In the comics, yeah. he was a giant fucking asshole. <laughs> he was the biggest villain yeah. in the Marvel the comic universe during that original Civil War. He was an asshole. Yeah. Like, we just talked about the shit he fucking did to Fury Parker. He was the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. He was rounding up everyone. Hey, this just makes sense. We fucked up. And they're yeah. rounding everyone up. And it's like, oh, Peter turned on him. He's like, send the villains after him, right? Yeah. yeah. No, see, that was a villain. Yeah. At least in the... All right. He was a dick, but he was willing to go along with them to go find these other Winter Soldiers. Yeah. And they were going to... They were all going to ride or die into the Winter Soldiers until we found out all the rest of them were dead. Yeah. And then we see, hey, freaking Baron Zemo, hey, check out this tape, homeboy. <laughs> no, that's the thing, too. Like, it would make so much more sense in the comic. Yeah. Oh, no, it did. And but. Tony was much more compelling. Yeah. They, the, the guilt trip that happened yeah. to him in the beginning when Amanda Waller got his ass and fucking guilt tripped him, that was totally uncalled for. But <laughs> no, but he got guilt tripped in the beginning, and he uh, he was coming from a place of guilt. No. He felt bad over no. all the bad shit that happened. That's why he supported this whole yeah, fuck, we got to do this. Yeah, and then Cap's like, fuck no. Yeah. It it made it the conflict made much more sense. And in the comic, it's like, oh, I'm evil now, me. This guy who turns out to be a fucking scroll and this fucking sociopath, fucking Mr. Fantastic, we all think, fuck you. Yeah. No, it's true. That was, I think that, that's why like, we watched uh, uh, Civil War. Civil War. And I think that's my biggest thing with it. Like, I never thought about it that way was that he did everything out of guilt. Everything was out of guilt. Yeah. Like, even going to help Cap was like, oh, I fucked up. I, yeah. I better go help him. Yes. And, and that, but that's not a good thing to do. Oh, man. He has a conscience. No, but that's just it. Civil come. War Cap did not have a conscience. No, no. Fuck everyone. <laughs> Until Cap died. He's like, oh, fuck. I really fucked this one up. He didn't have a conscience about it. He fucking let yeah. Spider-Man go to the fucking... He, they, they sicked all the fucking villains on the, yeah. on the Spider-Man. And he got, got all fucked up with the Punisher to save his ass. <laughs> and take his fucking carcass over to... The freaking <laughs> Captain America, who fucking was okay with using the Punisher, because fuck, we gotta do some shit. We gotta, we gotta get our hands dirty too. Yeah. Fucking Civil War comic oh, book yeah. was total fucking load of shit. <laughs> Movie, yeah. He felt bad. He but, realized, like, well, Tony has always been driven by guilt. Yeah. We, we, we can't yeah. say this is out of the ordinary. I just rewatched Iron Man 1. His entire arc is about, oh shit, everyone's dying because of me. Yeah. I never thought about this. Mm. Him it, being Iron Man is all about guilt. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, like, Spider-Man's all about guilt. Yeah. Where are you coming around? But, that, but that was the thing. But in that movie, he's the world's though, greatest slash worst Catholic. <laughs> even, even Cap calls him out on it when he tells him. He's just like, yeah, you did this because you felt guilty. But that was a choice that you made for yourself. You're making a choice for everybody. <laughs> it's gray. I'm not saying he's 100% no. right. No, I'm, it's all gray. Cap is wrong and right. Iron Man is wrong and right. They're both wrong and right. See, and, and the, the, but here's the thing, though. I think the, the big thing... You can't say, oh, Iron Man's more wrong than Cap is wrong. I kind of was. <laughs> like, he kind of was. And here's the thing. Too. Cap's making decisions for everyone else, too. Was he, though? <laughs> like, he just was like... He, he was saying... No, because Tony had no... He didn't flinch at the idea. He tells me, he's like, what if they don't let us go where we need to go? What if... Because even when... Thunderbolt Ross is, is pitching the idea. Mm-hmm. Tony wouldn't even look at his ass. 
Campbell, Campbell's looking at him like, really? And then he's just like, wasn't even looking at him. Yeah! Because he knew this is fucked up. <laughs> like, sometimes you gotta do fucked up shit. Sometimes you gotta eat some shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's not like he was like, fuck yeah, this is what we gotta do. I don't know, man. It was a, no, it was, he was much more compelling in the movie yeah. than he was in the comic. The comic, he was a giant piece of shit. And, and the one thing I find some... I don't see how this is a dispute. <laughs> yeah, he was wrong and right. They were both wrong yeah. and right, and that's the beauty of Civil War. Uh, I don't know. I, I, they I, did the, they, the movie did it better than the comic. Oh, yeah, I know, totally did it better than the comic. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think, uh, I think Tony was more wrong than, than right. <laughs> I think, um, <laughs> and the one thing I'm kind of surprised that they didn't do, if you really think about it, we really didn't see any... Uh, Superhero action post Sokovia Accords. Like we don't, we didn't get to see what that life was like because you think about it. Because it, it went straight from Sokovia to like fuck you all. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was a per- they they did drop an entire city. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, no I'm, I'd like to think. <laughs> no, no, what I'm saying is like because that's what caused something. No, 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 what I'm saying is that once it that was a law. Like, we didn't really see any superhero uh, action after that. You know what I mean? We didn't see what they were complaining about. We didn't see, like, oh, we have to wait for the UN to let us do this. We didn't see any of that. <laughs> no, because that shit didn't go down because... No, it went all, down. I mean, all the Avengers fucking left. Well, There's no, no fucking the, Avengers. No, the War, War Machine signed it. The, the Vision signed it. Uh, you know, there was Avengers. <laughs> Like clearly not in Endgame. Yeah, I know. Well, not, not, not Infinity War. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, I mean, Brody was, was hanging out with Hologram, uh, Thunderbolt Ross, or whatever, right? <laughs> I don't know. I think that was just like a weird, like... Uh, I think that was a device for that movie, and then they swept it under the fucking rug for the yeah. sake of future of other plots. Yeah, that's so weird, though, because it'd be like... Uh, uh, clearly, the fall of S.H.I.E.L.D. really didn't affect anything in the yeah. Marvel Universe. No. They, they, this is... For the sake of narrative, to go back to an original point, they have to fucking keep it simple. No, no, I understand that. I'm just saying this. It's like it's weird. They can't stick to that. It just Vegeta beat Cell. This guy. <laughs> this guy. G-Sun. Bushy, where are you? Why aren't you here fighting him? Did Bushy take off? Bushy G-Sun debate. Oh, yeah, there you oh, Okay, that's what you said. Oh, no. Bushy G-Sun debate. <laughs> where neither person wants to... Yeah, so, they have the same, like, oh, no. where you're like, oh, Cap, Iron Man. They're like, oh, Vegeta. No. <laughs> go on. <laughs> Mike believes Vegeta beats Cell. No. <laughs> if it wasn't for G- Vegeta, go oh, on, never beat Cell. Like, oh, right. <laughs> he believes, oh, if it wasn't, wasn't for G- Vegeta, go on, would never beat Cell. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> and then Bushy's like, oh, go on, beat him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> he threw that giant uh, one-handed command man. <laughs> yeah. And then, but, but, but Mike here is like, no, he wouldn't have been able to. Yeah. You know, Vegeta didn't go, ah! <laughs> Bitch! <laughs> I don't want an upgrade right now, laptop. Ah, uh, but yes. Yeah. You know, you know where I'm at in my Marvel? Oh, <laughs> I, no. I said I had started last week. Damn. I'm exactly where I was. Oh, I haven't no. watched another Damn. movie. I'm going to skip Incredible Hulk. <laughs> I'm just gonna just just jump straight into Iron Man two. No, for the best tonight. <laughs> I did not get to do shit today. Oh. <laughs> well, this weekend, I, I went to a, uh, my buddy's bachelor party. Mm. And if you follow Instagram at SoCalClone, you saw the bachelor party. We went to we went to Korean barbecue in Little Tokyo, and then we went to eighty two, which is uh, the, oh, the, the, the barcade, yeah. which is across the street from the place we went to for Korean barbecue. And I encountered. A freaking demon, dude. Oh, my God. Oh. It was Street Fighter 2 Champion Edition. So, this was like... It wasn't no Super Street Fighter. It wasn't Turbo. Hyper Fighting. Blah, blah. It was... Freaking 1990-whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, it was cool because this place, they ha- they have... I guess they, they hooked it up to, like, where... They have it to a couple projectors. So, you can yeah. see... Like, there's a Street Fighter 1 in the bar, but you can see what's going on, like, when you're waiting in line to get your beers. And like, we're watching, and I'm like, oh, shit. This dude using Chun-Li is fucking people <laughs> up. And so I was like, I'm like watching, and I'm like, and the old gunslinger in me is like, ah, maybe I can take him. Ah, you know what? I got a quarter. Ah, I'm going to go fight him. Let's see what I can do. Let's see if these old man hands can, can do anything. I'm going to see him punking up. I'm like, all right, here we go. Let's call him in time. I put my quarter up, and I'm like, oh, no, go ahead. And like, everyone's kind of just frustrated. I'm like, okay. I jumped ahead. Boop. Popped in the coin. I play against them. And, man, I got dog walked. <laughs> 
He had a brand new Air Drays because he put his foot up my ass and was walking me. <laughs> Good Lord. Man, he dominated my ass with Chun Li. Yeah. Because it's an older game, so yeah. it, it moves a lot slower, and so your decisions have to be very precise. Yeah. <laughs> he controlled the entire screen with Chun Li. It was just like he knew where I was jumping, and he was just throwing punches. Like he would throw some punches here and there, and it was like, oh, he knew where I was going to go. He was spacing everything out. Like, I hit him a few times. The first round, he just mollywopped my ass. <laughs> Second round, I got a few hits in. Yeah. Like, I, I adjusted to like, the shit he was doing. I'm like, oh, fuck. I, I found a couple of openings and mm, fuck me up. No, oh James, he I I saw later on. We we stuck around. We stayed there for a couple hours. Uh, he switched later. Someone eventually beat his Chun Li. He came back with Zangief, and he was just it, it was filthy what he was doing. <laughs> he let people get in a couple hits, and all of a sudden you're just see bear hug, face to the balls, spin. <laughs> Hope you liked my balls. <laughs> That's basically what Zangief did. Yeah. The spinning pile driver. Oh yeah, he, he's yeah, he, uh, he's really and, and, and turned, so this guy. He's just freaking beating the shit out of everybody. Uh, and so I oh so after I play him, I was like oh fuck, and he, he throws up the fist. I'm all like fuck yeah, respect dude. That's fucking good. And I stop and I look at him, and I'm like, wait, a but I didn't want to be like racist and be like I'm like oh I know this Asian guy. <laughs> No, but I took him and I'm like, wait, this can't be because I like it, there there was a I used to play a lot of this uh this video game store across the street from Comic Galaxy yeah. called Game Stuff. Later on, it was Game X, and I was like, wait a minute, and I, I go up like after another match, I go up to him, yo, bro, did you work at Game Stuff in Monterey Park back? And he's like, what? I'm like, how do you know? I'm like, you got a cousin named Ray Chan? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, you're Joseph, right? <laughs> he's like, oh shit, how do you know? I'm like, all right. Imagine all this hair on top of here. <laughs> all of this is gone now. And then uh, I'm 70 pounds heavier than that. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a big skinny, I'm a six foot tall skinny 160 pounds back then. Uh, now I'm 250 pounds of monster. <laughs> monster. No, that was his first on my dog. It, it's me. It's me, Andre. He's like, oh shit. He's like, because he still looks the same. Yeah. Asians don't age, apparently. Uh, as one of my friends said, oh yeah, after we turn 65, then, then that's when we're fucked. Nah. <laughs> we'll, we will stay the same age. All oh, at 65, and then it's over. <laughs> then it's just like, brr. <laughs> Old people. And so, man. Uh, I was like, oh shit. And I'm like telling everybody, nah, y'all ain't gonna beat this guy. He's been playing this game his entire life. <laughs> he was a young man. Now he's probably, because uh, I think he was a good like three, four years younger than me. So I'm like, he's been playing this for 30 years. Y'all fucked. <laughs> Like, don't bother. You got to be pretty fucking elite to take this guy. And yeah, uh, we we stood around. We just watched him just freaking wreck fools. And he eventually got beat. And then he came back and then took, went on a little run of like 20, 30, 30 wins in a row. It's like, holy fuck balls. I was like, man, it made me feel. And then like, uh, I, I talked to him for a minute. He's like, dude, you're so much bigger. I'm like, yeah, I got, I got fat. <laughs> I put on a lot of weight. <laughs> Uh, there was time I was skinny. Yeah. I mean, you might remember Skinny Dre who worked at Comic Galaxy. Mm -hmm. And now I'm Golem Dre. Golem. <laughs> Ever since I did that interview with, 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 with Jolo Mariduena, I always look at myself like a giant golem. <laughs> there was uh, During the last year's Fairview Con, I interviewed the star of Cobra Kai. Mm -hmm. And he's a tiny young man. <laughs> he's like probably 120 pounds soaking wet. I'm sitting there next to him. And I look like freaking, I look like freaking Chris Farley, fat man in a, fat man in a little, little coat. I'm like, all right, how you doing, Zolo Mariduena? Let's talk about Cobra Kai. Let's talk about Cobra Kai. I went back and watched the video. I didn't realize. I'm like, wow, this kid's small. And then I go back and watch the video that we did. I'm like, holy fuck, I'm a big monster. I'm not sure. Like, more, I'm more focused on me. I'm like, he's a tiny person. He, he's still, he's a teenager still. Yeah. He's a teenager. He hasn't grown yet. <laughs> and me, I'm like, hi. <laughs> so it's really cool hanging out. With <laughs> uh, I, I play basketball with the Looney Tunes because you're a monster. I'm a monster. <laughs> Bugs Bunny dunked on me. I got kicked in. I got kicked in the balls by Bill Murray. Oh, my my lovely fiance. Uh, she loves giant giant golem. Oh, big old golem. <laughs> I remember I was trying to draw like there was this uh, one of our friends, her boyfriend. I kept looking at him like that guy looks. I, I I couldn't 
picture it. I'm like, he looks like somebody. And I couldn't mm-hmm. figure out. And then one day, I don't know where, I just clicked it. I go like, oh, he's the, he looks like the freaking purple monster. <laughs> The blue, the blue one, the blue one. I was about to say, like, he looks like Frankenstein? Yeah, the, the one that's real skinny. And he's like, yeah. The one looks like Frankenstein? Yeah. The Frankenstein hat? That's cold. And once, once I, once I, once the, I made that connection, I couldn't, I, I can't look at that guy. You couldn't see it? Yeah. You are like, uh. One day he came in here wearing a basketball jersey, and I was like, it was over. <laughs> Be careful when you walk into comic shops. You're being secretly judged by comic shop owners. <laughs> You were very creative. <laughs> you know, you know who's not a monster? Our sponsor at Dusty Games. Our show is, we, we do have a sponsor now. We are sponsored by at Dusty Games. If you're looking for retro games, hit up our friend Bobby at Dusty Games. He, uh, he's my boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I work I work at the, the conglomerate of Dusty Games. It's a whole bunch of different businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it all deals in video games. You're yeah. looking for retro video games. Uh, so a bunch of my friends. Uh, my friend Juan Carlos Marquez yesterday, he got himself a copy of Super uh, Super Puzzle Fighter 2. Our friend Enrique Cruz is here waiting for a copy that I forgot to get yeah. today. I have to go get one. For, <laughs> I, I forgot to pick up a copy for him today. And I don't have to bring him one on Wednesday. Super Puzzle Fighter. So if you're looking for anything from the PlayStation 1, 2, 3, or 4, if you're looking for N64, Super Nintendo, uh, GameCube, Wii, Wii U, Nintendo Switch, if you're looking for Xbox Original, Xbox 360, Xbox One, even if you're looking for PlayStation Vita or Nintendo DS, Game Boy, Game Boy, Adva- uh, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, hit up my boss at Dusty Games. You can find him on Instagram. You can find him on, well, he, he'll primarily respond on Instagram. That's where you'll get the fastest response. You can find him on Facebook as well. He's at Dusty Games. Bobby, it will get you. This guy is a mega collector. He is he, he is a uh, he's a titan of video game uh, video game wholesaling and distribution. You hit him up. He has a shitload of old games. I've shown you some photos yeah, yeah. Of, of, the, of his vast collection. If you check out his Instagram, he, he posts all kinds of rare stuff up. But I was telling him, bro, we got to post up stuff that you can sell. And so we, we posted up. Weird obscure games as well. Yeah, he has a lot of weird obscure games. Uh, actually, I forgot. To, I I made a post. Uh, I took some photos today. Like I've been. You'll you'll see them on my Instagram as well. I'm I'm taking. Like I got permission from. I, I take photos of anything I find mm-hmm. weird or cool, and then I posted. You know, super puzzle fighter. And people are hitting me up. Hey, I, I want a copy because my boss has a lot of copies. Yeah, <laughs> the games that normal people like us would imagine are rare. Mm-hmm. My boss has them because generally, for some games, he might have all of them that exist in North America. <laughs> Nice. He'll do that. Yeah. Like the game Lego Dimensions, if you need a Lego Dimension, he's the only one in North America that has it. I think our our warehouse has thousands of copies of Lego Dimensions for every system. <laughs> so if you need that or any other weird obscure game or any popular or most popular games, not necessarily every popular game, but we specialize in the older shit, but we do have some new shit too. Mm. Hit him up at Dusty Games. We actually got a got a little bit of cheddar out of it this past week cuz since I, I I we've sold a few copies of uh of a uh, of Super Puzzle Fighter, I already got some money back into the. Uh, oh, there you go. We we have earned the first few dollars to go back into paying for the SoundCloud <laughs> and paying for for new equipment. So huzzah! Oh, it's our, there. our first sponsor. There you go. And we, we we've already uh, made dividends by by helping them sell games. There you <laughs> so, go. There you go. Keep supporting. <laughs> keep supporting. Hit me up. I I I, I can uh, broker some deals for you if you if you need. If you're looking for any rare games, Dusty Games. If you want to see some of those photos of the weird games I'm posting, hit me up on Instagram, at SoCalClone. That might be changed in that GP podcast at some point in the future, but hit me up on that. You can, if you're looking for comic books, this is the guy right here. Just like my buddy Bobby is to video games, Pete is to comic books. If you're looking for comics, Pete is your hookup at Nostalgic Comics. On Facebook, Nostalgic Books and Comics. On Twitter, Nostalgic Comics, right? Underscore. Underscore Comics. Hit him up. Look for comics. If you want to learn more about comics, watch us here on Facebook Live on Wednesdays where we do the the Multiverse Comic Show live from Nostalgic Books and Comics where Pete is the host and he talks about all the cool stuff that happens in comic books from week to week Mm -hmm. and we'll tell you all about the brand new comics and you can buy some comics from Pete as well over the internet or if you're in the LA area come on down to where we where we tape the shows come on down to Nostalgia Books and Comics and buy some comics you can follow me also on at Dre GB Podcast that's the official 
podcast Twitter. If you're listening to this or watching on Twitch, you can find us on Facebook at DreGP Podcast. If you want to watch us on Twitch, it's at DreGP Podcast. Hey, it's all unified. That's why I feel like I, I got to switch my uh, my Instagram to at DreGP Podcast. My logo is unify everything. Yeah. Fuck it. You can see all my cat pictures on my Instagram. <laughs> my two beautiful cats. Uh, the the well, Rose's beautiful cats. I am now the cat stepfather too. Yeah. There you go. Um, Check us out. Hey, help us out. There's going to be more stuff coming out, more gaming videos. Uh, we're going to be doing something. Uh, there's going to be a Facebook announcement about some gaming things that will be happening uh, with us here on this channel and on the Dre's Geek Philosophy Gaming Stream. Follow that on Facebook. Give that a follow. I need 100 likes for, for Facebook to consider me a gaming creator on that page. So give us some likes on that one, folks. Or if you're listening to the podcast, if people have gotten this far, an hour and five minutes in. Hey, I, honestly, I wasn't sure if we were going to get to an hour today, but hey, yeah. tap dancing yeah. is my specialty. <laughs> Talking about stuff for an hour, what we do. There you go. Thank you for watching. Thank you for, for checking us out. Make sure to like. Make sure to follow. Make sure to, if you want to help us out, buy some games. We're going to set up our Patreon. We're going to put up a lot of, I'm going to try to do some videos of us watching movies and use your cool little Switcher mm. Studio thing where you can do the whole like, Anything that I can't get away with on Facebook, we'll put it up on Patreon. Ha ha! They can, I can't be policed there. <laughs> Pay the dollar, get behind the paywall. <laughs> and help support the show. Yep. Supporting the show is awesome. Support us. It'll be great. It'll make our lives easier. We like having our lives easier. You know what else will make our lives easier? If you come to the East LA Comic Book Art and Pop Culture Expo, June 1st, June 1st, June 1st. June 1st. We'll hear more about that as we get closer. Mm -hmm. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This has been Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. For people like me, I am Dre Cervantes. We will see you guys Wednesday night for the Multiverse Comic Show. Have a good night. <laughs> bye bye, Twitch. I don't know if anybody watched. All right. And hey. Audio podcast listeners, if you got this far, thank you. We'll see you next time.